Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Embracing Enough podcast. I've always said that one thing is for sure, it's that women and girls have some incredible stories to tell. And that's what we do here. We share our stories in the hope that it allows others to feel seen, to feel heard, and hopefully less alone. This is your host, Dina Skippa, founder of Enough Labs, and I am so excited that you're here. I'm an empowerment coach, gender equality advocate, motivational speaker, and a goal-crushing boss. And this show is your guide to all things confidence, mindset, growth, and resilience, all in the spirit of helping you to embrace how enough you truly are. Myself and some incredible guests will be coming to you each week to drop some gems. The goal is to offer you the space in creating a vision that supports you in your relationships, creating work-life balance, and be more aligned with your truth. Our mission is to help you do all of this while embracing how enough you already are and embodying the essence of joy, abundance, and permission every step of the way. Consider me your personal coach through these episodes and think of me as your confidant, your ally, and most importantly, your sister friend. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, beautiful people. We are back with another episode of Embracing Enough. And today, I want to get into a conversation with you all about hiding. Yes, I said hiding. The kind of hiding that we engage in when we're either consciously or subconsciously trying to filter ourselves in the world. And I think we're all somewhat guilty of either doing it, we used to do it, or we know a friend who does it. And there may be some of us that quite possibly could fall into every single one of those categories. (laughs) So you know we're all about telling our stories here. So let me start out with telling you one. A couple weeks ago, I was chatting with a really close friend And she's been on this journey of stepping out full time with her own healing and energy work. She's been flirting with it for a while. She's been trying different things, giving people glimpses of what it's about. She's incredible at what she does. And and so much so that people are actually out there asking her, how can they be one of her clients? And she's been talking to me about this for a while. And so as a close friend, and what is naturally uh, what I do with those I love, I'm like, sis, when are we getting started? Where's the website? How do people know that you're out here doing this? And with those questions came answers like, well, you know, I'm just not sure if I'm ready. You know, I don't know when will be the right time to like really launch it. Like this isn't ready and that isn't quite there yet. Like what will people actually think? And then I asked her, how long have you been preparing for this? Like, seriously, when did you sign up and complete your, you know, actual training? To which she then told me, it has been a whole ass year. We connected at the right after New Year's and I'm like, all right, enough. How are we making this happen in 2021? We do not have any more time to waste. This is the year. So we were really getting into it, right? And was what was tied up in the conversation was what I could tell was this degree of resistance. 
to stepping fully and unapologetically into the process. And we continued to like peel back what was this unconscious process, this experience of where she was hiding. And we talk about hiding between the two of us quite often. You know, uh, we hide our truest selves. We hide from declaring what our thing is that we've been working on. We, we hide it from the world because we are so afraid of the judgment, of the criticism, and dare I say, the fear of it not working out. You know, the crazy thing is that this friend and I, we are perpetual students, right? We're both seekers in the deepest sense. We're both constantly in search of the answers, the how and being on the journey to get to our knowing. And the thing that I reminded her of was that, you know, present party included, is neither of us can get to the knowing that we're on the right track if we never really put ourselves out there. Sure, we could stay in this comfortable little bubble of learning and reflection, but we don't give ourselves the opportunity to really try by staying in that bubble. Sure, we won't fail, but we also won't even know what's on the other side because we're so crippled by that fear. So I am someone, you know, I go hard for my friends. And I kept telling her in that conversation, I am going to keep harping on you about this. Do not get it twisted. I will continually, continually be blowing you up on this. I told her, launch it. Launch it yesterday. And um, I told her, I was trying to encourage her to lean into the discomfort of it all. Worry about perfecting it as she goes. Because the secret of getting ahead is getting started. But I'm not going to sit here and act like it's only my friend who struggles with hiding. I'll be real. I've been guilty of it too. In fact, just this past week, I was in a coaching session. It was a coaching session that I was on the receiving end, right? Yes, even coaches need coaches. And my coach brought to my attention, she asked, Dina, do you even do one-on-one coaching? Because... Maybe I missed it, but I haven't really seen you put it out there. It felt like a punch in the gut. I was like, huh? Seriously? I mean, don't get me wrong. The feedback was super important. Like if it's not coming through, clearly something's off. I was intrigued and I asked her to say more about it. So she said to me, I feel like you're hiding it a bit. Like for some reason, you don't really want to put it out there. And as I sat with it, the more I thought about her feedback, her reflection, she was right. I work around the clock letting people know about my services and know that I'm available for one-on-one coaching. But if I'm being honest, there's some of my own limiting beliefs that have been present that I am working through about coaching. But this limiting belief wouldn't have been available to me if I hadn't set out this crazy, outrageous goal of having my own coaching practice. My mindset has needed to catch up with the dream that I've declared. And so, you know, I've often shared that one of the masks that I have been known to hide behind is perfection. Well, one thing's for for sure this year is that really the, the act of chasing perfection, it really 
it really just keeps you stuck. And despite you thinking that you're showing up and being vulnerable about your big and outrageous goals, are you though? I feel like I'm, I'm someone who can convince myself of anything. You know, in that moment when I got that feedback from my coach, I could have been indignant and been like, are you kidding me? You don't see it? It's all over the place. Take a look at all of the work I've been doing. Check out my website and, and get defensive. But I sat with it. And I have to say I'm fortunate to have gotten that feedback because people who really care for you will call you out and tell you what they see. If they see you and experience you as hiding, maybe you're hiding. It doesn't matter how much of the doing you are doing, your belief system may not be matching your efforts, which in turn clouds the message. It confuses people into thinking that you're really here for it. So just like my friend who's doubting when the right time will be to launch her business, she, like I, <laughs> we both believe so passionately in what we're creating. But there's passion and then there's actually doing the thing. We can, behind a, we can hide behind a mask of passion and learning to hide behind what might really be going on there, which is imposter syndrome or some version of it. The fear that the world is going to find us out. The fear that everyone will snuff out that what you're doing isn't real or call you out that you aren't really successful but are just posing as such. My friend and I talk about this a whole lot. <laughs> and we both talk about that one of our greatest fears is that if we show our true selves, the world just might say, oh, it's just you. But being just you is actually the best and most perfect thing you could ever be. We say it to each other all the time. The hard part is actually applying it ourselves. It's so much easier to be a cheerleader than on the front lines. But putting our goals on the line can be scary. It can feel unsafe. It can feel way easier to keep others from seeing us for who we truly are. You know, we feel like we may be attacked or criticized, judged for our shortcomings. And then my friend and I also talk about the flip side of all of this. Well, what happens if we do step into who we believe we're meant to be? And then at that point, we even get ridiculed for our confidence or our bigness. You know, the, the proverbial comment of who does she think she is? And to all of that, I say, so what? Do it anyways. Do it scared. And stop waiting for the world to give you the evidence, the validation, or the permission that now is the right time. We're so caught up in the judgment and shame of ourselves that it quite literally holds us back. I know that the moment you disarm the power of judgment is the moment you take back your power and make it yours. We get to be powerful because people will always have something to judge and they will always have something to criticize. <laughs> and to believe that they don't have battles that they're fighting of their own behind closed doors is crazy because they all do. We all do. The truth is that letting others see you in your truth is the path to falling in love with yourself and the permission to fully step into the vision of your future, no matter where you want it to go. 
you know, I talked about one of my masks that I hide behind, which is uh, perfection. And I've been reflecting a lot lately about where I picked this mask up. You know, we weren't born with the masks we hide behind. We decided to pick them up one day, and depending on what our story is, we kept wearing it, even when it didn't look cute. It could have been a negative message you received that you decided to hold on to. You may never have even taken the time to truly ask yourself whether it was true. More than likely, the answer is no. And if it's not, then you have to ask yourself the question, why am I carrying that message? And further, if I put it down, what would happen? Probably nothing, okay? The main risk we face is the world's reaction. Opening yourself up threatens others. It invites them perhaps to reevaluate their own lives. Many times it forces them to realize that they too have the power to change, but may not be willing to. I'm here to say don't let it stop you. Don't pull your mask partially off, then let the world scare you into putting it back on. There's this quote from the poet E.E. E. Cummings, where he says, the greatest battle we face as human beings is the battle to protect our true selves from the self the world wants us to become. So I ask all of you, what's one mask that you would shed? And reflect on why you've been holding on to it for so long. And we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. You know, earlier this year, I went uh, went home to Massachusetts to spend time with my family and help out with watching my niece. And one of her favorite games that we would play was hide and seek. <laughs> and what I loved was seeing the excitement on her face when I found her. Pure freaking joy. I love it. I oftentimes think of her and how innocent she is at this age. And I hope that she'll continue throughout the years to just to get just as excited to be seen and refuse to hide. Because that's what it's really about. It's not a fear of uncertainty that makes us want to hide. No, I think it's way more connected to truly being seen. You know, recently during a a coaching session with one of my clients, um, she admitted that her greatest fear was actually being seen. Although she's amazing at what she does, the fear that so many of us have was the thing that was keeping her from taking her business to the next level. I mean, I get it. I've experienced it. Just wrapping my first year as an entrepreneur, this fear of being seen and exposing yourself to the whole world, or at least it feels like that, it's unnerving. (laughs) But I've come to understand that it's actually much more common than we think. Like, you don't need to be a superstar to have a fear of being seen, being you know, having your, your stuff be widely visible to everyone. You know, life invites us to step up on a daily basis. Maybe you have to present your key findings at a team meeting at work, and, but before you start speaking, your throat dries up and your mind becomes foggy. Or maybe you're hiding your true dreams from your family because 
at times they can be harsh and they want you to be more realistic. Or maybe you're dating someone, someone you like a lot, but you're afraid to show them your true self because what if they don't like it? Or maybe, maybe you're even afraid to come across as intimidating about your talents. So you play them down whenever anyone compliments you. These are all examples of the ways in which we hide, the ways that our fear of being visible comes through. And it might not seem like a big deal, but can you consciously say that it doesn't influence the actions that you take in your life? I mean, virtually invisible, (laughs) this fear of being visible, it, it can change the way that you act and talk. You want to say what you think, but before you open your mouth, you stop. Or you'd like to take your business or career to the next level, but you unconsciously sabotage it by not showing up fully. You may disregard these small nuances as unimportant, but imagine how your life would change if you'd be willing to be seen. Would you make different decisions? Would you talk and act with more confidence? Would you even feel better about yourself? All of these are questions that we get to ask ourselves about how we are showing up. You know, one little act of not showing up, not showing up fully, it just adds up to another and another and another. And in the course of time, it leads you to a very different trajectory. I'm here to encourage all of you listening, shed the mask, show up fully, and stop apologizing for it. And I'm saying this with such conviction because this is all of my work too. And so I get it. I get how real this is. I get how scary it is. And I also get how necessary it is for us all to stop hiding and embrace being seen. And the reasons are pretty straightforward. There's nothing complex about why. And I'll just give you three really simple reasons why this has never been more necessary. The first is because it's completely linked to how we are going to live out our potential. Why are we out here not being who we want to be, who we were meant to be, simply because of the fear of external criticism? It's insane. We give so much power to the likelihood that this criticism exists. Or maybe we take it a step further and we're afraid to show up fully because of this fear that someone else is doing it already. I know I've been guilty of that, but none of these people are bringing the same personality, creativity, and spirit to the job that you do. That's something that they can't match. So stepping out fully, (laughs) refusing to hide is completely linked to us living up to our potential. The second reason I would offer is frankly, relief. It's exhausting to live in authentically. You put on a mask or two or or 10 and then take a few off and then put a couple more on. It's exhausting. Worst of all, 
you start forgetting who you really are. You know, there's, there's this comedian and actress named Fanny Bryce. She once said, let the world know who you are as you are, not as you think you should be, because sooner or later, if you're posing, you'll forget the pose. And then where are you? I love it. And finally, I think the third reason is just frankly healing. You know, when we wear masks, we carve a piece of ourselves out, withholding the parts of ourselves as unworthy. But I don't care if you're talking about in relationships, in jobs, in friendships, we can't be truly healed unless we offer up all of the pieces. It's like handing someone a broken vase and asking them to fix it, but holding back two or three of the broken pieces. Everything in our lives gets cheated when we choose to hide behind our masks. And so with that, I hope you picked something out of this that will help you this week and hopefully encourage and inspire you to maybe put down at least one or maybe a few of those masks that you've been holding on to. Um, And I would also, you know, call you all out to answer your own uh your the the request that's maybe been on your heart to to step out and stop hiding i'm definitely uh, in committed action this week to do a little bit about that myself and so drop me a message and let me know if any of this resonated with you thanks for listening and uh and we'll be back next week bye Thank you all so much for listening this week. I'm having so much fun with season two of Embracing Enough and cannot wait to share more with all of you gorgeous souls. As I've said before, we all deserve the knowing to embrace how enough we already are. And we shouldn't have to be on that journey alone. We're all here sharing our stories in the hopes that it offers you the grace and permission to come out from hiding. If you liked what you heard, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Our goal is to continue to hold the space for us to show up as our full and unapologetic selves and remain on this quest to peel back all of the juicy layers to get there. See you next week.